Hey, hey, Aliopa. Welcome to let Anna Arsenal the kitchen table talk with Jason. A dog, her dog, hair, madam, in Van Calvin, some boy, Canada. Visca proto um dating, a treaty tea, toilet. So sit at the back, go and grab a snack, and so that we can have cool. Hey. Hey, welcome. Oh, hi, Calvin. How are you? I am good. And how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. You know, I'm a little bit um, like I took sick day, a sick day today because I took, get, went to get my second vaccine yesterday. And um, I'm a little bit um, under the weather, but um, I'm feeling much better than I was earlier this morning. Um, yeah. How's your week been? Relatively quiet. Um, the usual, just doing the the mundane stuff. Nothing exciting. <laughs> yeah. But um, TGIF. Um, but I do hope that you feel better. And congrats on being fully vaccinated. Girl, you know I'm ready to hit the streets this summer. You know, <laughs> a bitch has a home, but she's gonna be out in the streets like she's a homeless hoe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and as you should. Um, I mean, you've been locked up for over a year now. Um, yeah. So I think you should enjoy the summer to the fullest. And as you know, before we quint, it is over, and it's. Um, fall once more and putting those jackets on, on once again so I guess we should enjoy it while it lasts but you know what I feel like this is the first summer in my life where I'm gonna actually be able to take a holiday like you know really take a holiday because I've never had that luxury I mean I've taken holidays but it's been unpaid if I took a holiday I, would, I wouldn't get paid so this is the first summer in my life, in all my years of uh, an adult, that I'm I'm able to take a holiday and know that I'm still gonna get paid because I have vacation days, so it's really, it's really refreshing, you know, like to know that I can pause and I don't have to worry about oh if I don't work I don't get paid, I mean it's really it's really something. So I'm looking forward to you know taking my holidays and just disconnecting. Mm, well, I. I suppose it's the the transition into great things that are to come. So, I mean, that's good. Congrats, though. I I totally understand what that's like, having to work on commission. Girl. And for better worse, (laughs) you better find yourself at work. So I totally understand. And I'm happy. I'm happy to hear that, that you can rest and you know breathe easy knowing that you'll still be paid for resting i mean you know who needs somebody who is half healthy at work anyways you know so i i don't understand it but i guess that's just how the way of the world currently yeah and um, just to transition into the topic of today, you know, we're, we're, the topic of today is that we're going to be talking about dating in our 30s. Because, girl, who would have known that we'd be here today? Uh, me, just on the, the, the brink of my 30s, and you in your mid-30s, girl. 
who would have thought that we would be this age? Because back in the day, when we heard about 30s, we thought that was old. But bitch, now we are the ones that are old, and everybody else below us well, is looking at us and like, okay, those bitches, you know, those, those are senior citizens walking around but I wanted to delve in and talk about you know dieting now with turtles now turtles and how does that differ from you know in our 20s I know unfortunately for you you were a late bloomer not by choice but by force (laughs) (laughs) you know it's only because I love you so much. It's only because I love you so much that I'm going to take your insults. <laughs> Girl, I've complimented and, uh, you. Disclaimer, none of what you're saying is true. Okay. So, on a serious note, um, you know, how how do you think that it differs? Like, you know, and I think it's, you know, it's quite complex, you know, for, you know, individuals like us. I think this new generation that are in their 20s now or early 20s, when they get to this stage, they will have a different kind of narrative because I think younger people today, they have they they have more liberty and they they have more freedom they they start they, they start dating a lot earlier you know and they yeah. yeah for us we were between two generations you know the generation that was just you know discovering themselves and we had you know a little bit of knowing you know we knew who we were and we assumed it but then we were still a little bit you know cautious and discreet about it so we were not you know so giddy and ready to put ourselves out there so we mm-hmm. while we were we assumed our identity we still kind of held back a little bit and we didn't do a lot of stuff and we deprived ourselves of a lot of things so yeah. you know for a greater portion and for me and a greater portion of my t- well girl well i for a greater portion of my younger years, you know, I deprived myself a lot and I didn't really put myself out there. And, you know, for that reason, when I started dating, you know, I didn't, I made a lot of mistakes and I didn't really know, like, you know, what I liked or what I wanted. And I was really kind of fashioning, you know, my idea of my ideal, you know, person based on these fairy tales and these movies that I used to watch so how you know f- from you your end how was that you know how has it been for you no much of what um, you just said I actually agree with being sandwiched between two generations as you said the the one before us where you had to be discreet um, and especially the, the, the part of the world that we are from, we had no other choice but, but to be discreet. And the generation that's behind us, where they now are more exposed than we were to dating and all these things. Um, and I think for us, and even persons in their 30s, like us, were in a similar kind of predicament and i think this is why a lot of them i i am assuming you know continue to to explore because for so long their teenage years when 
they were supposed to be discovering in their 20s, all of that was suppressed. And so now with the, this new kind of liberation and, and, and the freedom to express themselves, you know, has now come about, they want to, to explore that. And for them, you know, doing that, unfortunately, means doing it in their 30s. But also there are those of us who, despite being sandwiched between generations, there there's still certain values and, and, and standards that they, they have upheld as a teenager mm-hmm. in their 20s and still do so in their 30s, despite the evolution in... In, in communication and and in dating they they are those core values that that remain constant and I, I suppose we I don't know for you but I definitely can see I fall within that category mm-hmm I think um, you know for me the, one of the great differences um, that I see between how I am now and how I was back then and I feel like you know as we develop and as we grow older you know we should you know become more pointed and more sure of ourselves but also more sure of what we want and I think I've become a lot more sure of what I want I feel like you know dating in my 20s I didn't I knew what I because I've always been relationship oriented but then I was always you know looking for something that was not really defined um and now I see myself here in my 30s you know when I'm dating what I'm looking for is more defined and it's not really defined by some physical traits or characteristics you know I met this um gentleman like about you know uh, over a month ago and I remember meeting him for the first time and um I didn't really, you know, I, he didn't really fit my ideal, you know, in terms of the person that, you know, I saw or see myself with. But then we had good conversation and, you know, um, that good conversation led to a connection and um, we have been still, you know, frequenting and communicating, you know, since then and we've been going out quite often and, you know, uh, the more I go out with him, the more I realize, oh, this person is charming and I say that to say is that, you know, in my 20s, I would not, I would be so based on everything on the superficial that I would not give a person like this person an opportunity because I would say physically they do not match my ideals so even if their personality was you know fire and great you know I would still you know it would be a a no-no for me but now in my 30s I'm a little bit more open not because I have less options but because I've matured and I've grown and I've realized that the things I used to add value to I don't really see them as valuable anymore and that I look more on the full package of the individual and not just on their physical traits or characteristics. What about you? Uh, well, um, I agree. Uh, for me as well, in my 20s, uh, and it's it's so amazing now, you know, in, in retrospect, when I was in my 20s and um, people who were older, maybe in their early 30s and all of that. Remember I said earlier that even being 20, I knew what I wanted, stability and all of that stuff. And 
persons in their 30s, mid-30s would see me as somebody who is just developing, somebody who doesn't really know what he wants and all of that. And now, <laughs> being in my 30s, I, I, can, I can understand. Um, I think, you know, when I was in my 20s, despite the fact that I knew what I wanted, I too was somebody who was shallow, who was superficial. If, if the person weren't this Greek god, right, or somebody who everybody else would envy, then they were just not my type, whether their personality was good or was stink. Once others were jealous of me, I'm okay with that. And so that was the, the, the mentality in my in my 20s. Now, being 30, it, my perspective has changed. Um, and I, I, I don't want to say that it's, it has to do with age. It, a lot of it really, I suppose, has a lot to do with mental maturity. But um, of course, I think that comes, of course, with, with age and with experience, or with, more so with experience. And having all that experience and, and, and seeing that just going by the physical attraction, you find, certainly I found that while the, 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 they get a tick for their physical appearance, everything else was just a mess. And of course, you can imagine how a lot of those some they have ended, you know, here I am being single. I mean, they never end well because you find that, okay, yes, you're physically attractive or your personality stinks. You can't have a conversation with the person. The person being attractive is busy talking to any and everybody else, not giving you the time of day and all of that, that you just have to be like, okay, enough is enough. This is not going to work. Now, in my 30s and all of that, I find that one's physical appearance for me doesn't mean as much as what's really on the inside. Is, you know, this person willing to give this this thing a try? Are they willing to give me the time of the day? Um, do we speak often? Do we communicate often? Um, and all that stuff. What I find also is that being in my 30s, <laughs> Right, mm -hmm. you find that being people's doormat doesn't work. Right, so you bend yourself into pretzels trying to please these people. It doesn't work. So you, for me, I find now in my thirties that I'm more vocal, as you said earlier, in identifying what I want as opposed to waiting until two, three weeks down the line, which you know in our world is forever. <laughs> Yeah. To, to express that. So, you know, I, I express it up front that, you know, this is it. This is what I want. This is what I don't want. And no, it's not that I don't care. But um, I think of it as saying that, okay, I say up front what it is I'm looking for, what it is that I want. You say up front what it is that you are looking for, what it is that you want. And we see if we agree as opposed to wasting that two or three weeks. <laughs> of our life finding that out later. So I find now that I'm more vocal in, in saying things and not really 
caring so much to retain this person because mm-hmm. they are so cute and all of these things. So as I said, a lot of that for me now being in my thirties, I've gone through the way. And do you feel like now nowadays that you know you are a little bit um, um, in terms of uh, you know dating and you're you're a little bit more open to compromising, you know because I remember you know being in my twenties and uh, even now I'm still not open to being to compromising but you know I remember being in my twenties and you know people telling me that 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 you know. You know, enjoy your youth while you're young. You know, you know because apparently, you know, in gay years, you know, you know, th- after you hit thirty, everything goes south. And <laughs> I think maybe it was the, the the generation before us that you know because they didn't take care of themselves, so you know, you know, their ass started started to sag from thirty, and they started to age rapidly. But you know, we are bad bitches, so we're still looking fresh and can pass as twenty five. Um, but do you feel like you have started compromising more, um, in terms of, um, you know, like where in the past you'd like be like, you know, that's the deal breaker. Now you're like, okay, let me, you know, you're weighing the pros and the cons and you're able to kind of, um, compromise and like talk yourself into, you know, going for somebody who might not, you know, really match or fit, um, you know your personality or you know who's not compatible with you uh, I am open to compromises and I think for, for any relationship to work right there will have to be some amount of give and take and yes I, I think I am um, the extent of that I I, I don't know. Um, I think that is something that I will learn as I go along. But um, certainly, for me, there are certain things that are already concretized. There, there is no compromising on on on, on, on certain things. For me, um, I can I, I just say say out aloud. For example. Um, people who are I'm not into dominatrix and that kind of stuff I don't know if the bondage kind of thing is my thing and I want to participate in something like that so I don't know that that will work if for me um, getting to know somebody who is into that kind of thing because it, it's not my thing mm-hmm. and I know you know for personally for me I guess you know in terms of your needs and wants today um, because for me personally, I, and I was, I was, you know, I met someone, uh, and I keep, you know, I keep meeting people, girl. And after a while, after a while, that's another thing. So after, you know, after, you know, dating so much in your twenties and after a while you get tired of meeting people, you get tired of asking the same questions, you get tired of having the same conversations, you, t- you get tired of going through the same, you know, awkward, you know, getting to know each other phase. But, you know, I say mm-hmm. that to say, you know, you live long enough, you meet so many people, but then in terms of your needs, you know, it changes and it alters. And for me, I was, you know, I met somebody and I was telling them what my needs are. And I feel like some people, especially, you know, gay black men, if you know, you're dating other gay black men and, you know, 
they don't really know how to. I maybe the younger generation they know how to. They're a bit more open and they they have more um, role models and they have more examples. You know of people. You know within their circle. You know or just on TV with representation of people, gay couples and stuff like that. That they are a little bit more sensitized and um, sensible mm-hmm. when it comes to how you know a relationship works and how that is developed you know because I was talking to somebody you know and I was telling them what my needs are you know it's like what I need now in my life listen I don't really see myself getting into a relationship with somebody as soon as I meet you and that I wouldn't recommend that that's high school but what I need is somebody who I like well enough and who I enjoy their company well enough and who I can who I have a good kind of um you know we can com- somebody who I can communicate with effectively and with that I think anything can grow there's so much possibilities that come come from that you know somebody who you can be yourself with because an mm-hmm. essential thing for me is that if you have to belittle or little yourself to make somebody else feel comfortable or if somebody comes into your life and immediately they are they are trying to alter you then clearly that's a red flag and it's not a sign that's a sign that this is something that's not going to work so my needs mm-hmm. now today is just some just somebody that makes me feel not feel not not no I wouldn't say make me feel I don't need anybody to make me feel comfortable but somebody who I can be myself with and who I enjoy doing things with and wherever that leads that leads and I think you know in my twenties my needs were a lot different you know because my needs were based on pleasing that other person you know so you know I you know whether it was you know sexually. You know, or whether it was, you know, just being, you know, a slave and altering myself to to please them or to get their attention. So how has, you know, how have your uh, needs changed, you know, now that you're in your 30s? Uh, For me, it's I think now that I'm in my 30s, and I said it earlier, that I find that I vocalize more what my needs are. And as I said also earlier, I too am open to to compromise. What I am so, what what still I find um, shocking and probably shouldn't be and again it could be part of it is how we were socialized and of course you know whether we want to believe it or not we still um some of us pattern our lives of heteronormative kind of things and so you think that you you spend your 20s figuring yourself out and remember those of us in our 30s would have been now sandwiched between two generations right the ones who came after us who now have it all and the ones before us who we had to hide a lot right Mm -hmm. and 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 subdue a lot Mm -hmm. but in in the midst of that right for me you think that at 30 certainly by 30 people would now have an idea of what it is that they want right and who it is that they want to share that with but for me i am finding that 
persons our age in their early 30s and all of that, even in their late 30s, they do not appear to know what they want. Or it could be that they do, but it's just not with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, so I find that yeah, a lot of people just, you know, still into the, that kind of fun and games kind of mentality. And it I find it annoying. Girl, tell right? me and tell me about it. And for me, I do. I sometimes I have to wonder if my Lord is this the hand I've been dealt, and for how much longer will I be kissing frogs? You know, because you keep meeting these players or whatever you want to call them, and you wonder if that person who will share that value of stability of actually wanting to get to know you you know want to hopefully introduce you to their family as opposed to their bedroom one day that okay where are those persons what rock are Girl, such persons i tell you <laughs> i met this you know? man this man he came to my house you know and you know we've been talking for quite a long time before we met child you know i'm multiple dating at this time you know I have, I have so many people on my roster currently but you know and most of them we have just we've been talking for a while but this particular one we, we have only met once since you know then i met him he came to my house and clearly you know he saw this bad bitch here you know i'm a beauty you know n- natural beauty and he saw it and he was there and i kind of you know when i saw him i was like oh child he's ugly <laughs> he is ugly <laughs> He is ugly, but, you know, and then he had a piece of ass on him because I was like, child, listen, those, that ass. And then he had these tight pants on too. I was like, girl, listen, no. So when I met him, I, you, know, um, you know, I was saying to myself, no, 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 no. But then again, you know, when we sat down to talk and I really kind of got to see, you know, what he was about and realizing that, you know, Oh, he was saying, you know, he's looking for this, whatever, whatever. And then I'm like, hmm, I spot bullshit. Because, you know, this man has been on the apps for however long. And, you know, I find it quite weird when, you know, tops say to me that they can't find somebody because there are tons of hungry bottoms like yourself out here, Calvin, looking for a good top. <laughs> yeah. So I find it hard to believe when a top says that he can't find a bottom because tops are rare and their their bottoms are so they're like um the leaves. She provided those exactly, and you know so he wrote me yesterday to tell me he's not feeling he's feeling lonely, and I was like okay you know he's like it's so hard you know dating and being gay and I was like. But boy, listen, you came to my house. I saw you. You were, you know, I will give you at least a two out of ten. And then I said to myself that I'm going to open up and give you an opportunity to get to explore the journey, the prize, the um, the ride that is Jason Dean Holness Vanderkamp. And then you have been playing games. So clearly, you know, you're out here chasing the wrong things. You know, you say you want to settle down, but you have a bad bitch here. And, you know, you're out here playing games. So, 
yes, if you feel salty about it, you know, I would say to him, dating is not complicated. We complicate things. You complicate things. You complicate your life because you're out here chasing these hoes. You know, you're trying to change, you know, these, you know, street mongrels into pedigree. Um, and it's not going to happen, honey. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Well, um, and I think, you know, that's the, the the thing as well. They complain about, you know, can't find anybody. And as we said earlier, like, the apps are littered with bottoms. Um, they literally can pick, choose, and refuse. And, 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 and unfortunately for some there are those who use that to their advantage right and you know if it is in fact what i find in my experience it unfortunately mediocrity uh sorry um people with standards you know have become the enemy of mediocrity and 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 so if it is Girl. that if it is that okay i've been talk- talking to you and you're not telling me what you want to hear then you're difficult you're a difficult person and so it's it's by with you and off to 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 somebody else who won't be as quote-unquote difficult and i think too Unfortunately, for I, I, you know, I don't want to say unfortunately. Let me not say that because for so long in our community we have been so repressed. You know, um, it wasn't so easy now to 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 find someone, and and and, and that's the, the the challenge I'm having. You know, when it was difficult to find people, those are more long lasting than now, where it's. Literally, you literally have thousands of people at your fingertips, and maybe that's why they're not working, or persons do not have the time to know anybody because they literally download one of ten thousand apps, and there are so many people at at their fingertips. Girl, right? And speaking about and so these nobody apps, nobody wants to know anybody anymore and if i have to get to know you then you're difficult and i don't have time for that i don't have the patience for that and for me that's what i find personally and i just have to be like warding these spirits away you go and you meet somebody and they believe that oh i'm here to hook up with you and all these things and unfortunately that has not become the expectation and people tell you what you you want you want to hear to to to, to get you um, into a into their space, and then they pretend like, oh my god, um, I thought you came here for whatever. And I'm like, we had this discussion when we were talking and getting to know each other, and this is not what I want. And that's the thing. I think people out here, you know, they don't, you know, they don't know what they want. And being, you know, and I guess not everybody thinks like us, you know, who are in their thirties, you know, because we have kind of, um, you know, some of us evolve and we mature and we kind of learn our lessons and we kind of get to the point where we are um, a little bit more secured in ourselves to know what we want. Um, but 
I, you know, to add to the point about the apps, you know, like, you know, I constantly ask people when I meet them on the app, like, why are you still here? You know, somebody said to me recently, oh, you know, you know, it, it you know, it, it doesn't work out, you know, because, yeah, I just can't meet anybody. And then I met this person and I realized why the problem is not the other people. The problem is them. You know, they don't know what they want, you know, they don't want, you mm-hmm. know, they don't want anything, you know, s- substantial, even though they're out there looking, thinking that they do, they really don't want and they're looking for something that's not ever going to come. And then the same person came back to me on the app to write to me again. I changed my profile picture and I just, you know, they, they wrote one because the first time they wrote to me, I ignored them for like a week and they wrote again and I didn't respond. And then the third time they wrote, I was like, listen, I said to him, I responded to him, listen, I have a feeling that you're going to waste my time. So that's why I haven't responded to you. And then he was like, oh, no, I'm not going to waste your time, blah, blah, blah. So I gave him a chance. I met him. Decent person. Wasn't really my type, but I was like, you know, decent. Um, and then, you know, he was just like, you know, he just wasn't acting right. So I just decided to kind of take my step back. Two weeks later, mm-hmm. that was him right into me again. Well, my profile picture changed right into me again saying hi. So he was still out there on the hunt, still looking um, actively. And that's that's the issue. People don't know what they want. And, you know, you know, from my, my experience, you know, being in my 30s and being in this game for so long, there is one, I don't have time, you know, for time wasters. Two, I don't have time to play games. Three, I've been around the dating landscape, so I know, you know, every little thing, you know, every little tricks, so I can't be fooled. And four, I just you know don't really you know see myself kind of um playing this acrobatics with this dating apps at all anymore even though you know it's changed the game and that's how we meet people but you know these days i'm just i don't really see myself just um you know doing all the acrobatics with these dating apps period Mm -hmm. yeah Personally, I think I and I don't want to to sound as if I I have no just become resigned to the fact that um, finding somebody compatible may not happen, but I have no just have been trying to to live for the for the day like if i'm on the apps for example i don't have i don't have an expectation anymore once upon a time i did um when i was young and a novice and all these things right now as you said now that i've become older much more mature been in the game long enough to understand these things you go on these apps one of the things i try to do is to read the profiles the profiles of these people and to get a feel of these people and you find more often than not the two 
do not match. <laughs> they are not compatible, right? They say one thing, but they do something else. And so if I go on these apps, I go with no expectations. And you said that for me, it, it, it has become so mundane. It's the same thing. You mentioned it earlier. And I now just, it, I find it so now nauseating having to be saying the same thing just to different people. That's so much so that there are times I'd be like, screw all of this. Um, I'll just stay in my single lane, stay in my single corner because I, I cannot bother <laughs> with reintroducing myself to mm -hmm. different faces and as i have my time when i do take my break i take my leave and i delete everything and i think we all have that love-hate relationship yeah and you go back as you said and it's the same people you know you might go back as you say you, you, your profile is different or something and it's the same people seeing the same thing and i'll be thinking that so, okay i came on this thing i saw you left came back you're still here all these things and mm -hmm. you seem not to be able to find what you're looking for and as you say you know maybe it's for us really to do an, an introspection and i think also one of the problem is personally is that having access to so many people literally at our fingertips right that if it is that you meet somebody and a, there's a little bit of trouble in paradise the first thing people do is to run yeah right nobody stopped to try to work it out try to figure it out it's on to the next because i don't know people think that they're going to find this perfect person or we see on the apps these people in their perfect quote-unquote union not knowing right the troubles behind that perfect union and so they show us the love of the pictures and all that and so when we go out dating and by we i'm referring to those persons with their issues if it's not what they see on social media this 100 percent perfection then this is not it yes um that's a fair point and um you know this discussion it, it needs a part two uh, but we're hitting the 37 minute mark so you know just to you know in resume i mean this has been you know really kind of a very informative um topic and a discussion you know i feel like dating in our 30s takes on a different tone you know suddenly you're not a carefree like 20 something anymore and you know we're adulting you know we start to mm -hmm. you know adult life starts to take full force you know our lifestyle shifts to a more settled routine and maybe you know we're also a little more sure of ourselves you know we're more comfortable in our own skin and we know what we're looking for and you know mm -hmm. this comes from having you know spent so much time kissing frogs and you know now we have got our eyes you know set more on a prince charming than a you know a party kingpin so in terms of you know our you know <laughs> needs it changed and girl you know boys out there we're no experts on relationships but what we do know you know is that you know being 30 and dating in your 30s is not easy at all not at, not at all and i i think I, I must i i should commend those persons who actually 
have taken the time to literally know each other and to, to work through the kinks. And if it is that you are in your relationship, it is going well, you do have your occasional kinks, right? Then I, for those people out there that they, they continue to, to, to work on it and that's what relationships are. They are working progress. You know, they, they, they are a journey and, and not a destination and people have to, to recognize that. And for those of us yes, who have one, right, and you, you don't feel that you're in a settled kind of relationship, then I think you should be commended because certainly in our world, it's what I'm getting is that it, it, it's, it's, it's not easy. And, and, and so they just need to recognize that it is a work in progress and they should continue work at it just like anything else yeah um, in your life so yes. and yeah. but this, this was so good and uh, i'm happy to to have been a part of the convo and like you say you know we're no experts but um you know time teaches a lot and and i guess that's the, that's what we have on have on our side at the moment for those just entering um, we, we, we've been at it, right? And so we, we, we've gained a little wisdom that I am, and I'm sure you as well, mm-hmm. we are more than happy to share with the rest of the world. And on that note, this has been another episode of Kitchen Table Talk with Jason. I'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. See you on the other side, dear.